Troops, here we are. It's the Eagle Podcast. Today, I've got two gentlemen on. It's the first time we've gone uh, three three guests, myself and the two others, speaking about a subject. Now is not the time to be pulling up the drawbridge. If you're in business or you've got a business on the high street, now is not the time to be battening down the hatches and going calls. And these two gentlemen, we've got Nick Dance and Andy Bartlett, from Save the High Street, they're going to tell you what you're going to need to be doing to keep your customers engaged while you aren't open. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Yeah, no, good. <laughs> Nick, go, go first. first. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll go first. It's, it's, it's all good. It's um, it's a nice sunny day. We're locked up into my brand new office in the sitting room, so yeah. we're 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 battling we're battling away and, and trying to help as many people as we possibly can um, in preparation. So yeah, all good from my end. Andy. Yeah, all good my end too. Just kicking on, trying to help businesses, uh, you know, do what they need to do. Fair play. Um, first question, uh, Nick, if you want to fly in first, why shouldn't businesses be pulling up the drawbridge now? Um, well, it's, it's a very, it's a very easy answer to be fair. Um, why would you stop marketing in a time where you really need it? And I think businesses, the the way they're kind of thinking now is, I've had to close my business. That's me done, and, and I'm going to kind of sit around and do nothing and kind of wait for something. Yeah. The biggest problem there is that we don't have an end date yet. So <laughs> the the government could pretty much come at any point and say we're going to lift it on Monday. We're going to lift it in a month's time. So what happens? Um, because if you've sat around and done absolutely nothing, then you're starting again for your business. Whereas mm. if you market through it, you're not going to have the downtime. You, you might be lucky enough to continue to gain business, which for some of our customers, we're, we're guiding through a, a plan at the moment where we've currently got customers winning business right now. So it's not actually about um, sitting around doing anything and you know somebody saying you can't work. No, no. What people are saying is you can't travel. There's no reason you can't work. There's no reason you can't help somebody. There's no reason everybody can't still be earning money. So, yes, the, the, basically the answer is do not stop working. Do not sit down. Do not wake up, sit in front of the telly and do nothing. In fact, you've actually got more time to focus on the, the strengths and the weaknesses of your business to continue to get better, improve, and, and grow your business in this downtime. Fantastic. Andy, anything else? Yeah, just okay. that, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for businesses to be thinking strategically. Like, how am I going to you know, plow ahead right now? You know, create, sit down, create a plan. Yeah. You know, talk to us if you want you know, an outside perspective on that plan too. Um, yeah. But as a business owner... You know, does your list of jobs ever really stop? You know, stop growing? Even you know, no, it doesn't. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. You know, keep keep kicking on. And like you say, use your time wisely. That's what yeah. I would say. So, say I had a, a a coffee shop. Obviously, at the moment, going to coffee shops is out of the question. But as if you were both coffee shop owners, how would you be approaching uh, this time right now? Nick, you want to first? Yeah. I think it's very, um, it's very clear that, you know, leisure and hospitality and, and, and coffee shops and, you know, I love coffee. So it's a perfect <laughs> yeah. scenario for me. Um, if I was to have a coffee shop right now, I'd be using um, every single tool under the belt, online, social media, 
I'd be looking at the potential of selling online products. Yes, you know, you, you go to a shop, you buy a cup of coffee, but you know, if you love that coffee so much, where can you source that coffee? Where can you make that in the comfort of your own home? You know, can you provide a delivery service for coffee? I'm not sure anybody's actually even doing that. So the, there's a market there for everybody. So can you do door-to-door uh, coffee services? Can Brilliant. you potentially look at the products that you have sitting on the shelf that's gathering dust? Can you sell that product with, I don't know, can you rent one of your grinders to somebody to sit in their home? You've got to look at it from a point of view that if you have a shop and it has stock, you want to sell that. If you have spare capability that you can hire a delivery driver that is going to cost you money, but you're going to make more money from you know, getting rid of that stock as well. Or is it the case that you've got equipment that's sitting there gathering dust? Can you rent that out? Yep. You know, can you give that away for free to you know, um, a charity that might need it to deliver you know, freebies to you know, the vulnerable people around the area or community centers that might be opening the doors um, and allowing, you know, people to come in, you know, keeping the distance and all that kind of stuff. How can you best service the people that really need it right now? Or how can you best service to get rid of your stock in order to make some money and potentially make a donation to another vulnerable company that might need it? Fair point. Andy? I think just in addition to that, like, like you said, using all your tools to your advantage, there's no reason why you need to stop on all the social channels. No, if you know now more than ever, you need to be more active. Yeah, keeping that presence, keeping those algorithms right in the back end, you know, of, of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever you're using, just to stay dominant. You know, just keep uh, it. It's a great point, and um, one thing I've sort of seen on uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Grenade, the protein brand, has played an absolute worldy like. They've just cemented themselves, you know. They've gone again. If you if you if you'd have said could Grenade go again, I would have probably said I don't know how. But to start supplying the NHS with Grenade products and be absolutely all over doesn't do them any any um, hardship. And and as a PR move, um, maybe they're not trying to do this, but I'm sure they'll win some sort of best retailer award or best supplier award or whatever it may be down the lines. Um, and you sort of, you, you touched on it there. Like if, if personally, if I owned a coffee shop, I would be one, one a day. Say I've been given this 10 grand by the government. Once, once a week, I would go down and I would make, I would find out right how many policemen are on shift right now. Right. There's 45. Right. I'm going to brand everything up and I'm going to give the police 45 free coffees. Um, you know, and, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. And also, you know, think from a PR perspective, people are going to love that. Yeah. Rather than just sat at home doing nothing. You know. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's a great point. And um, the emergence of, of social media and particularly TikTok, if you're in the bit, like, can you imagine what you can do with TikTok? And if you're in a fashion shop, if you're in a coffee shop, like you could literally do a how-to, how to make the perfect latte on TikTok, 60 seconds and it goes viral. Like, you know, um, why is it you think people bring up the drawbridge, the thinking behind it? I think there's a lot of negatives as well around um, the way social media exists right now. Um, everybody's, 
everybody's looking to put a damper on something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, especially in the UK, a lot, a lot of people are, uh, are there about the negatives rather than positives. If you look at social media right now, um, it's, it's kind of used as a polar opposite of what uh, TripAdvisor does. Yeah. Um, that's, that's meant to be the experience anyway, but in a matter of fact, it actually goes down the exact same um, route as TripAdvisor and it's all about the negatives. Mm. Now, what we're doing, and I think one of the, hopefully, the biggest positive, maybe even one of, one, of, one of the only positives, is the amount of support that this, you know, COVID-19 is actually creating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's massively unfortunate about uh, deaths and illnesses and all kind of stuff. There's no way around that. Um, if, you, if you're from... If you're from a government background or the forces, they like ourselves, and you know, you look at those, and it sometimes in some job roles it becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. But where we are right now, if we if we can't learn anything about the way the virus is happening now, it's about support. And I think small businesses right now need to use social media in the best way. They need to get in touch with those people that they haven't spoken to in years just to see how they're doing. You know. Things like that, things like the grenade, grenade story, it's, it's one of those things that it might be so small right now, but somebody will remember that, whether mm. it's a week, a month, a year down the line. And if it's done in the right way and it's not done with a sales pitch, which a lot of people are trying to leverage this and it's, and it's wrong, it's, it's almost criminal. Um, mm. you've, you've got to look at it from the support angle. How can I help you? Because I'm not really interested in getting something back right now. But mm-hmm. if I'm in some need and, and I'm in dire straits and I need something or I need a helping hand or I just need to have a phone call with somebody, I know for a fine fact if I put my hand out to shake someone's hand, the person that I helped in the past will do the same thing. And social mm-hmm. media is exactly the same. It's not about drilling that sales pitch down someone's throat. It, it's not. And if it's done mm-hmm. like that, then that's why we unlike pages. That's yeah. why we divert our attention away. It's about the support. I'm going to share your stuff to my whole entire audience right now. I don't want anything back. I just want loads of people to see it so they can continue and carry you through this. And then once you're okay and you're all right, you will do that with someone else. Not necessarily me, but you'll do that for someone else. And it becomes that business circle of life. It'll come around as long as you're the one that's willing to take that first steps to help someone. And it's got to be done like that. Perfectly. Um, and any anything on that? I just think you know, just to reiterate what what Nick said there, you know, um, using social media to really shine through what your personality or your business personality is too. You know, yeah. like, it shouldn't be a hard sales pitch. You shouldn't be doing using the COVID situation to to really try and drive stuff. It's not the situation right now. Mm. Um, you know, it's about be supportive it's about showing your personality as a business and doing something you know it's a bit memorable you know something yeah. that maybe like you say won't action right now but sure as hell people remember it for when 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 people are capable and able to go out and do things as normal if if you both had businesses out there right now as people who suffer from the high street what would be sort of top top tips regarding sort of social media um, and because we've talked about sort of coffee shops we'll, we'll, we'll use that as the example while being fresh in our heads and I think every town city place now has at least five or six coffee shops so it's kind of you know a big stay on the high street isn't it I think 
Nick, this is a good opportunity to kind of explain, I say that actually what our six-week BIP is about. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's funny you say that, to be fair, because it, it's, 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 why we, it's why we dove into uh, doing this. This has been a good 18 months in the making for us to try and you know, levitate something uh, for a support angle, not, not yeah. a safe angle, it's absolute support. So the, the biggest kind of tips of advice right now, um, certainly in, in, the, in the current situation, it is support. It is mm-hmm. finding out what is available that kind of give you that help in hand. Um, obviously, we, we're information services when it comes to government because I don't really think the government actually know what's going on right now. Um, I think it's, it's okay releasing something online and mm-hmm. telling loads of call center staff what they need to say, but it's the actual process. So I think from a, from a standing point of view, we want to be the ones that are there to actually let you know you know, the actual information that's available for somebody to do yeah. with grants, to do with the loans, to do with how you access things, to, you know, working with your, the, the, the several local governments because they're the ones that's actually giving you the right criteria because as we found out over the last few weeks, um, all the money's come in from one place, that's fine, but it's all dealt with differently based on each local government. Um, the, the 10K business grant, if you've got, a, uh, if you've got premises, it, it's a fantastic thing. Some people have had that for um, for nearly a month. Other people mm. haven't even had the letters to say they're eligible yet, and that's the difference. Um, some local councils are, are much better than others. Mm. So the tips and the advice really is get yourself into a, a good, relevant support group, um, whether that's through Facebook, whether that's through you get added to a WhatsApp group, which we have both. Um, right. One of the groups that we kind of push online is um, the Save and Support Small Businesses. It's just a small Facebook group. We're not talking into the 90, 100,000 because we like to keep it low. Yeah. Because the people that actually really need that is why they're there. Yeah. So just the, the, the basic first instance of advice where we are right now is get good advice. Speak to the people that actually know it. Not, you know, somebody that lives a few hundred meters down the road from you who... <laughs> You know, they, yeah. they might have worked, they might not have worked, they're, but they're on Facebook and they've got a good following, but they don't really know what they're talking about because they've never been in the situation. Yeah. The, the biggest thing that ever happened to me to try and understand business was leaping into my own business to try and find how that actually works. Yeah. I wouldn't classify myself as an absolute, you know, expert. However, I've lived and breathed it. We've been through the pain points, me and Andy. We've been through some of the success stories, winning awards and that kind of stuff. We've been through it all. So rather than kind of playing on our own ego, because I wouldn't really classify us having an ego, but I would classify us having some experience in starting yeah. from nothing. And that's what we want to explain to these businesses on the high street. We've come from nothing to do something. Mm-hmm. Please talk to us so we can tell you our story because we want to listen to your story and say how we can amalgamate something together to try and do something successful for you with That's some right. good support. Uh, uh, and like you say, going through the mill a bit, like you say, we've had ups and downs, we've we've had we've won awards, we've you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, as you're in business and you're going through that process, you build up network. So if there's something that you know that we may not be able to help you at, help you with, sorry, um, you know sure as hell be able to point you in a direction of someone who can help you 
you know, with your current situation or whatever the circumstances. So, yeah. so, you know, Save the High Street isn't just me, Nick, and our, you know, our employees, our High Street champions. It is, it is a whole network, a whole variety of people that can be yeah. pulled together, you know, through the relationships we've created yeah. in order to, to advance the High Streets and really bring in a, a serious level of support. So, say I had the business um, and I've been open for uh, maybe a few months and obviously COVID's hit and I've had to shut the doors, but I've got, I've got this money from the government um, and I'm thinking, right, what's the move now? What is the move? Explain to me um, the services and the overview that you have. Um, what you can do for a small business, exactly what is it that you do? I think that, that kind of pushes us directly into what we're actually offering uh, now, and, and that is our business improvement programs. So it's a six-week course that we um, look into your business. Week yeah. by week, we, um, we look at different areas of your business, starting from things like um, support, grants, uh, money available, uh, loans, which is kind of here or there. You can look at loans, but you know, you've got to be certainly in a, in a way that you're going to be able to pay it back. So mm. that would lead on to other things like we do a full business review, total analysis about what's happening within your business, you know, um, who you are, what you do, what your pricing points are, what your products are, your services, how many staff you're employing, everything, literally from the ground up, we want to know absolutely everything. And right. what we do is we'll come back to you with um, an analysis of our findings to see how we can potentially save you some money in areas that you think that you might be getting overcharged and um, certainly create some accounts that you don't feel as that you have. We can start looking at reducing costs. The reason we look at you re reducing people's costs is one, you want more money, but in your bank account so you can stay open and mm -hmm. don't close the doors, but also so we can try and find you an extra budget that we can utilize within things like marketing or if you have product and you don't have an online shop, you can't afford one, so we might be able to kind of find your savings, cut you a little bit of costs here and there to be able to afford to pay for that right now, mm -hmm. which means you can start selling and going the business straight away. And again, then we start looking at other support, membership programs like, you know, good support from um, Northeast Chamber of Commerce, FSB, yeah. um, networking events like BNI or uh, B2B yeah. Network. And there's loads and loads of opportunities. So, we would look at your business right now and say, right, we know who you are, what you're doing. We understand what your persona marketing is, i.e. your target audience. We do a full marketing analysis to say, listen, let's be straight about your social media. If somebody is telling you to go onto Twitter because it's fantastic and it's got a good audience, no. What we need to do, first of all, is find out where your audience is. Mm. It's all good and well doing social media, marketing, and that kind of stuff. But if your audience isn't there, what's the point? Um, so again, we'll go through all of that and look at ad, uh, AdWords, look at Facebook advertising and look at the potential other workshops that are around that we can, you know, support one-to-one -one yeah. or introduce them to things and, and really good organizations like Digital Drive who do some phenomenal stuff that we work with. So it's, it's, it, it's kind of inviting you into our family, cool. invite you into our family, work with us. We'll introduce you to all of our local champions people that are on the high street or there might be accountants, there might be HR. We have a full team that we've built over the past 12 years for me individually, 
We've got wow. a really good network on LinkedIn into the, I think it's the 30, 40,000 connections on there. So we're connected in a way that we want to help. So our program is almost amalgamating that together, run your business through a six week program, making sure that we hit all of the pain points, every single one of them, and then give you some reviews and recommendations about how we move forward to make sure that your business is going to thrive and grow rather than panic and close. That's wow. not what we want. So that's kind of in a nutshell of what yeah, that no. exists of. Uh, oh, this, and it's on. free and it's totally free. Oh, that's wow. The, that's the thing. It's um, the, the, the biggest thing about this whole situation about what we're doing. It's, it's completely free. Um, it's completely and utterly fully funded by um, our private investors, our partners. We all collectively get together and say, listen, we want to run these programs collectively with the local councils. So for any business that wants to get on board, there's a few tick boxes that we need to kind of make sure they're eligible for. So it is an application process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very loose. So yeah. you're not having to jump through hoops. But the whole part of this thing, it's free. Well, um, yeah. question for you, Andy. If, if I was a business owner right now and, and I had this podcast and I was like, right, do I have to wait or can I start it right now? The question is, can you start it right now? Yeah. So yes. head over to save the high street, ltd.com. Sorry, .co.uk, my bad. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah. and, uh, and just uh, subscribe. It's simple. Yeah. Uh, scroll halfway down the screen, pretty much. Um, and there's, there's a few, you know, putting your email name, yeah. business name, enter, and then that's it. You pretty much started the process. We'll fire you an email, give you give you a few boxes to tick, as Nick mentioned. Yeah. And then from there, we kind of decide what path we lead you down, I suppose, as to how we as to how as a company uh, we're able to provide you with the best value for the six week business approval program. Wow, it, it it sounds like you've created a great uh, a great package for people to to improve. Now, human beings were not very good at taking. I don't care what anyone says, no one's really good at taking constructive criticism, but unfortunately, it has to be done. Um, I had a conversation, Andy, before you came on, Nick, where it's come to light that the website that I used to have isn't very good, um, and it's hard, to, it's hard to hear that, but that's, that's on me to change. Now, telling someone the business isn't as good as they think, that must sort of raise a few challenges and how do you handle it? I think, yeah, it's, um, it, it's a tough one, that. It, it really <laughs> is because I think, you know, individuals like, well, well all three of us really, um, you take it personally um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's a pride thing that, you know, it, it's just the same as somebody saying that, you know, you're not good enough to do this job. Um, yeah. you, you're going to, you know, there's two types of people in the world. Somebody will fall down and will just can continue doing what they're doing, or a bit like ourselves, we'll we'll you know see that as a challenge. Saying, "Well, yeah, I'm I'm going to make that better." Certainly, when it comes to business, it's it's the same. Um, if we're going to go into a business and say, "Listen, there's a few areas that could do with some improvement," um, we're going to be there to tell them um, that that needs doing, but we're also going to be telling them why, mm-hmm. and we're also going to be telling them, you know, the potential of if these are changed in a way um, that is going to better their business, then, you know, it's got to be fruitful. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people get scared 
when it comes to things like marketing and websites and you know you know creative design and that kind of thing and, and I think the only reason they get scared with that side of things is because they don't really see true value of what it is in an early stage of a business they only really see it as a cost yeah and I think that scares a lot of people um we we've got a bit of an advantage in that area because um me and Andy own a, a marketing company um, all right okay. and, and design and, and website development and all this kind of stuff so we were lucky in a way that we didn't have to shell out a massive cost to start the business. Um, whereas other, other companies don't have that advantage. They mm-hmm. might be a, a coffee shop who um, knows exactly how to you know, make the perfect brew, yeah. which we all need in life. Um, but in order to kind of market that in a way that's going to get them to their audience, they might not be skilled there. So again, it's that person there that they'll either see it as a cost or they'll, they'll see it as a value. So, we just need to, um, when, we're, when we're having the reviews and the recommendations, treat it as the end result is what they're looking for rather than how they're going to get there. Um, and then we can, we can give them support. We can give them advice. We can show them how to do it completely free. We can show them how to run their social media accounts in the right, in the right way. And then the idea is to get them to a certain point where they can continue that themselves and grow and feel proud that they've done it themselves. And that's Brilliant. what we want. No, part, part of the program might be a case of right. We we've seen that you're, you know, you haven't quite got the budget to hire someone for social media. So why don't we sign you up to I don't know Digital Drive Durham, for example, um, to go on a few courses in order to go and be educated on mm-hmm. on those on those areas. You know, that's the kind of thing that we're able to bring to the table. Yeah, and like, and, and just one thing to add into that that. Uh, into what Nick's just said is is um, that you know the ethos behind Save the High Street is absolute transparency. You know if we if we should showing you something, we're going to show you why we're also you know why we're showing you this too. It's absolute complete transparency across the board. Yeah. Throughout the process. Um, Nick brought it up there. Um, social media. From a personal point of view, I think people are frightened to be who they truly want to be. Um, and I've got a thing about people who are vanilla never truly make it because they're scared to really let, let themselves go. Um, are we getting a little bit too polished on social media and are we hiding our true personalities, be they be good or bad? There's the one for you, gents. <laughs> um, y- yes, <laughs> basically. Um, I, think, I think people are scared, to be honest. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of people on social media who either listen, I know quite a lot of businesses out there who don't use social media just in case they come across their past, just in wow. case they come across, you know, an ex or an ex business partner or, yeah. or something. And they, they don't use social media just solely because of that. There's, there's lots of people in the world that, that do that. Unfortunately, you know, um, that, that's not going to help you. That's not going to help your business. You know, mm. the only way that's going to help your business right now is if you're completely transparent with it. You know, let's let's look at all of our flaws. Let's look at you know how we turn them into you know positives. Yeah. Um, I'd like to consider myself as a very positive person. I'd like to consider myself as a bit of a firefighter. Um, I, I like a challenge, um, and I think social media for me was almost um, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, I used to have two separate social media accounts for everything in the early days, one for pleasure, one for business, 
One's just literally solely for my family. One's solely for, you know, pushing out some of our, um, our client stuff. And then about, I don't know, four, five, possibly even six years ago, I just merged everything together. And I thought, you know what? I am who I am. This is what I want to do. This is who I want to be. And we're not scared of all of the, you know, bullshit that's going on in the world. You know, we want to be the types of people who say, listen, we're going to tell you how it is. You can either like that or not. But from us, what you're going to get is the truth. We're going to, you know, be as transparent as you possibly can with your business. If you feel as yeah. well, you're losing money. But it's, uh, you know, the, the supplier might be a family member. You know, that happens. But we're going to yeah. tell you straight away, listen, you know, cut ties with that. We're going to recommend somebody has to come in that's going to do a polished job. And I think people hide behind social media for that exact reason. But if you're hiding behind social media for a reason, what else are you hiding behind? Mm. You know, are you, are you not willing to pick that phone up? Are you not willing to have that difficult conversation with somebody that hasn't paid you on time? Are you not willing just to say, listen, in order to run my business, I need to cut a little bit of costs, work with us for the next 12 months, and I'll repay you back in double. It's, it's how things work. And I think people being scared, especially now, people shouldn't be scared. You should be supportive. Mm. Say, listen, this is me. Here is all the problems that I'm having within my business. Who can help? And whoever can help, they might have a problem with their business. In yeah, yeah. I mean, you might be able to reciprocate that back. Yeah. And that's that's social media, that's life. And I think a lot of people, they forget how close you can be with somebody, mm. especially through social media. Um, we've got a couple of contacts in America that, um, that I do a bit kind of consultancy with and just a bit of support and advice just based on what I've done for the past 12 years, helping businesses, helping you know marketing and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they're not around the corner, but he rings me up couple of times a week just to say, Nick, I just want to pick your brains on that. What do you think? Now, mm. I'm no expert, but I've got a point of view on a situation that he might not have. Yeah. I think, again, social media, everybody thinks they're an expert. But really, we're all just living our life. And sometimes you might need somebody to say, John, I've got a problem. It's mm. not your line of work, but what would you do? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that's like, oh, shit, I never thought of that. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's how me and Andy first met. Fair play. Andy, how would, how would you go about it? Your question was so people, are, yeah, people are people are afraid to really go for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. people are really afraid to post what they really want to post or, or say what they really want to say and be as flamboyant as they can be. I, I see it all the time from people, and I class it as they play the game safe. like Example, I'll use myself for an example. I, I use Instagram never to sell, only to um, show people that I, I go on great adventures yeah. and, I've got, and I've got a character. So, for example, I'll get a crazy DM from some lunatic in a basement, right, pretending to be some woman, right? And I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll capture that, put a funny reply, and bang it on my Instagram story. Now, someone might look at it and say, oh, this is... He's, do you know what I mean? That's not my cup of tea, but that's who I am. So that's who I am now. LinkedIn, I wouldn't do it, but saying that, I still have a short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that's my example. Um, but some people would be like, oh, I, I might offend one person. Like, yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I mean. 
Yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent on that. Um, like you say, the the social media bracket is so there's so many variables. Like you know, there's so you know you have some people on social media that are totally not themselves. You know, trying to pretend to be bloody Katie Price or some you know <laughs> or whatever. You know, and then you got other people that are just trying to be entirely themselves, and you got other people that are just too scared to be themselves. Um, yeah, you know, you, just like in. You know, social media is—it's a social experience, isn't it? Yeah. In in essence, it is you—you know—your social experience in day to day, but put online. That's what it's supposed to be, isn't it? Mm. And you know, so many people are, like you say, frightened to be who they are. Um, but then, like you say, you've got people like yourselves that are really good at it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 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 an interesting point. And you—you, you, I want to go back to something that you've both brought up. You've talked about your high street champions. Um. Who, who and what is a high street champion and who wants to go first? Do you want to lead, Andy, or shall I go? Go on, you go. <laughs> um, a high street champion to us is, how do you describe it? Um, if, you, if you treat your business like, uh, if you've got a board, right. yeah, you've got a board, decent sized company, you've got a board, um, You'll have that um, community sitting around you who's going to give you that advice here and there about topical uh, questions or problems, issues, that kind of stuff. Our high street champions are pretty much that. It's your uh, walk and talk and high street board. Um, somebody that's going to be really qualified in marketing, somebody qualified in business, somebody qualified right. in accountancy, legal, law, HR, um, these are pretty much our walking network and that's what our high street champions are. Somebody that's, you know, we want to be that face in the community. And I think as far as all the social media stuff that's going around at the moment, I think one thing's high streets miss is um, people. <laughs> You're trying to drive people to your business. So yeah. I to walk into your business and say, listen, I'm going to sign you up for a program and we're going to do all this kind of stuff together. And um, I'll ring you or I'll see you uh, once a year or twice a year. That's not what we're about. Um, us, our, um, our high street champions and our street team, yeah. we will be that, uh, the faces in the community. So we can call in, we can do lots and lots of things to help uh, with your business. But it's, it's making sure that people are qualified as well. And, and mm. I think that's the... That's the biggest point that we, we want to try and push here because we are technically information only for, uh, for, for some services. Yeah. We can give advice, we can give out guidance, but only in the areas that um, you're legally allowed to do so. Yeah. So there's certain things like um, financial services, accountancy, um, insurance, all this type of stuff. We know what we're talking about, but we would never ever advise somebody. So right. we have to bring in a really, really good, qualified, experienced support angles, insurers and some of our partners, and they are our high street champions. And right. so you have to do it that way. Fair play. Um, Andy, your, your mate, Graham, main man, Mr. High Street himself, is he, is he involved in this process? I mean, he's got a big sort of Twitter following, hasn't he? And he's always around the UK's high streets, writing reviews and, and helping out. Does, does he fit into this anywhere? Graham doesn't fit into say the high street. No, right. this, this is a separate identity. Right. Much, you know, similar mission, like, you know, credit to Graham. He's all about trying to help high streets. He's, yeah. he, what he does, he does well. Um, 
But no, answer that question. Great right. part of this fold. Um, but, but, but like you say, we, 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 you know, our, Graham's a friend of mine. You know, yeah. We have similar ambitions. We want to support the high street. So, you know, if you like, Graham, in a sense, is one of our champions. Yeah. Mm. Because the high street's winning. The high street's winning, isn't it? Everyone, yeah, exactly. everyone's on, everyone's on brand. What is what it's all about. But Graham also has his own, you know, his yeah. own stuff going on that he has to mm-hmm. prioritise too. So that's, yeah. that's where Graham stands at the minute. Um, we're, kind of, we're kind of all in it together. That's the yeah. thing. It's it's exactly what you've just said there. It's the there's only one winner here, and we only want there to be one winner, and that is yeah. the people on the high street. So people like Graham and people like some of our other partners as well. Um, we're all in it together as actual as, as champions itself, and we're all looking to fight for the same course. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be done and structured in a right way that our support angles for. Uh, each area is going to change. So, yes, Graham's, Graham's involved as a, as a champion itself, but we have several other people that sit yeah. in every single council, that sits with every single bid that we're working with. Yeah. There's always that, um, that town manager, um, that's kind of that, that position that we work with. So we work with the mayors, we work with the, uh, the town centre uh, managers, and we work with the local bids. So... There's probably, I would say, every time we work with um, a bid um, or, or a council or a local town council, there's probably a team there that we work with. There's probably around about two or three within each you know, local town that we work with, um, Graham being one of them for Chesley Street. Yeah. We've got a couple of other people in Darlington and in Stockton and, and right the way down into Teesside and we're going to we're branching straight up, up into uh, potentially Scotland soon and oh, nice. we're talking about things down up in uh, down in Cardiff. So the well, where we're looking to kind of move with this is it, it has to be about support. Um, Andy always kind of pushes the the givers gain, um, and, and it's it's massively important with what we do. And yeah. we've got to have trust, and we've got to we've got to have the right values behind us as well. So I don't think. I don't think there's anybody that, that shouldn't be involved in what we're doing, whether yeah. you're in business, whether you're just proud of your high street or whether you feel as your high street needs cleaning up. Um, Washington is a, is a big value for me as well. Cause that's, you know, where I'm from. Right. It's, it's a very small town in, in branches between, well, between everything, between Sunderland, Durham and Newcastle, it's, it's its own entity, but it falls under with, uh, with Sunderland council. And I'm very proud of that because that's where I'm from. And it, Perfect. you know, needs lots of help and somebody like me within my local town there has to be another individual in their local town that is proud of where they're from it might not be big but they need some help mm. so we're kind of calling out to those individuals might not have a business but they're proud of where they're from mm. we're calling out to those people that say listen get in touch with us let us have a look at your local town your city whatever let us work with you and let's start having those difficult conversations that people aren't willing to have with the local councillors, with their town mayors, and see how we can turn that around for these business people in the small towns that, unfortunately, get forgotten about. As a, back to your question about Graham. You know, Graham is, is a high street champion all in his own rights. He doesn't yeah. need, you know, he's not under our bracket at Save the High Street. You know, he's paved his own way in life yeah. high street champion and, and he does a lot of work in Chesley Street so for mm. example you know when we're doing our work in Chesley Street we would absolutely consult with, with the likes of Graham and these you know the other Graham salts around the country to yeah, yeah. 
to really try and maximise efforts where we can. Because like you say, there's only one winner here. And yeah. That's the high street businesses. And the reason why I brought BM up is, is, is um, I read an article this morning about influencers and the use of influencers. Um, what's your take on it? Uh, and I've seen some people using influencers really well, and I've seen some people just going, oh, they've got a big following. I'm going to get them to pretend they wear my headsets. Do you know what I mean? It's like there has to be a bit of a, a crossover, doesn't there? Um, I'll take this one. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I might rant on this subject. <laughs> so it's got to be the right fit. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's like anything else. Uh, you know, just because they've got 40,000 followers um, doesn't mean that that's the right audience for you to be, you know, trying to influence to. You know, it might yeah. be, um, you know, trying to sell headsets to to teenage girls you know by using a a nice looking female influencer probably isn't what you're after but trying yeah. to find an influencer within the within the headphone market yeah. who has an audience that listens to him that's more you know that's more appropriate yeah you can get lost in that you can waste a lot of money trying to do that yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, because we're all northern blokes here. You know, I remember when Jolly Shaw was a big thing, and you know, loads of businesses were trying to get the Jolly Shaw crew, if you like, yeah, shout about them. But really, you know, that was just because they they were sort of a peak. They they were kind of um, paving the way for social influence, weren't they? Yeah, and you know, business owners were saying, "Oh my God, they've got a million followers." Let's get them but actually they're a million followers like you say for something like headsets or mm. B2B or whatever it is you know chances are they're all teenagers so that wouldn't be the right fit yeah, yeah. be very careful about your influencing, influencing it, choice it, is that something a, a, a business could come to you and say look we're thinking about you as an influencer would you say yeah but it's got to be the right influencer that's something you could find and sort Finding source is a different question. I mean, we, we probably could. I mean, we, we haven't really spoke about this. Right. It's not something that we would channel a lot of energy into because, you know, mm. you show your market as well. Yeah, yeah. We're here giving an outside perspective, uh, looking at things from all things marketing to cost-cutting to, to, you know, to all the other services that we've mentioned previously. Um, yeah. But like you say, that's not something that we saw, so to speak. But yeah. we would have these con- we would have these constructive conversations around saying, "Well, are they the right fit?" Yeah, yeah, cool. What are they? Doing? What, what facts have you got? You know, mm. and just just if you like, play a little bit of devil's advocate because everyone loves a little bit of that. Yeah, fair play, Nick. What's your take? Oh God, where do I start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to to be honest, I'm not. I'm not a big fan on influencers because I don't know whether I should have said that. Um, no. I'm not a big fan on it because I think the terminology that's used as an influencer is, um, is potentially wrong mm-hmm. because really, really good influencers um, to me are entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think that's, that's why I kind of, I gravitate towards the, uh, the entrepreneur because for me as a business, there's a big difference of having somebody that's on the telly for doing loads of things that they probably shouldn't do mm. uh, to having um, an entrepreneur that is young, dynamic, hungry, who's literally, you know, that you're going to get an absolute uh, right target audience with. 
And I'd rather have somebody um, there as, a, as an entrepreneur who's willing to do the work. Yeah. As an More influencer. Than, um, I mean, well, yeah, there's an angle. Uh, to be honest, influence, I, I totally get it, right? I yeah. totally get it. I think where I draw the line is if you, I'd done a talk um, about, about two months ago in a, in a local high school. And uh, they were asking about who, who they want to be when they grow up and what they want to do and all this kind of stuff. There was about 40% of the room who wanted to be social influencers when they, when they grew up. And I don't, oh, think, there's anything, no. I don't think there's anything wrong with what they're saying. But I think what people need to understand is that there's... I would kind of consider an influencer the first step in order to become an entrepreneur. Mm. Even when he looks at the likes of the people, the stars on MTV, you know, that, that's a starting point for them. And they, they mm. start their, their world as an influence and they want to make loads and loads of money by clothing lines and makeup and all this kind of stuff. Um, but they're eventually going to become an entrepreneur. So yeah. why, don't, why don't we remove that influencer part of the mm. process and start giving young people, which me and Andy start, we're, we're doing, young people in the high schools, Tell them what an entrepreneur actually is. Tell mm. them what a, um, a small business owner is. And, you know, start pushing people towards that as, a, as an option rather than want to be a social influencer. I want to have my full-time job on Instagram because I'm going to wear loads and loads of gym gear and all this uh, kind of stuff. If yeah. they want to do that as a hobby, I think that's, that's great. And, it, and it's, a, it's a hobby and they can make some, you know, some money with that. Don't get us wrong. Some people doing this job are making thousands and thousands per post. It yeah. obviously does work, but I think our target audience for people on the high street, I just think let's look at entrepreneurs. Let's mm. look at the people who are, I mean, listen, been there and done it. Yeah. I mean, if, if we looked at, if we looked at a business right now and it was, we'll go back to that coffee shop again. And somebody said is a social influencer, who's from the local area, who's never stepped foot back here in the last 10 years, yeah. they're going to charge you a £1,000 for a post and it's going to get their, their, their audience. It's going to be massive. It could be really, really good. But if you had a local entrepreneur from mm. the area who lives and breathes and who's always there, who's, who's still shopping on the high street, you would gravitate to them so much more than anything. Yeah, it's a great. It's, it, 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 that's a great point. That no, um, it's difficult for me to understand the difference of somebody's mentality no. from an influencer to an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Because the strength has to be behind the again what Andy just said before the end goal. What no, you it, it, you've you've created a great uh, a great argument for for why you're not a fan of them, and and, and I must admit I've I've used micro influencers before, and yeah, I'm. I don't know. I've never really seen this big, this big. Oh yeah, so and so because, um, yeah, it's it's not really for me. Um, it's more, you know, it it can be good social proof. You know, you've seen us featured on so and so. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've seen yeah. us here, or you know, but ultimately, right you, what you, yeah, you need to find the right fit for you and your business. And chances yeah. are, uh, that's more local than, than these superstars. Just, yeah, just, but, for, just but, for one one final point on that, right? Um, yeah. And I think it's it's that grey area between them both. The the biggest the biggest people that I've ever met, the biggest the, the most inspiring people that I've ever met have been leaders. Yeah. Leaders of their industry, mm-hmm. and I think they go um, unnoticed quite a lot. And are they the they're a leader but they are an influencer. They are an yeah. entrepreneur. They are a business owner. 
these leaders, whether they lead a team of, you know, five or 10 or a hundred yeah, yeah. or you know, the, the, the Tim Robbins of the world and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? These leaders are everything that all of these mini pots of people uh, are aspiring to be. Everybody yeah, yeah. wants to be a leader. And I think if there's anybody that you want to speak to when it comes to things like that is influencing the market, mm. then it's a leader that we can 100% put you in touch with. We have many leaders that Fair we're play. connected with that we, we'd put out your business in touch with. Fair play. Uh, guys, we're flying through it. Um, I feel like... I feel like there's another podcast inside of this as well, somewhere else <laughs> down the line. Um, but I like to close the show off with the five watts. Now, because there's two of you on, um, what we're going to do is we're going to take, take a question each. So, um, Nick, uh, you can get the first one. Uh, what does your day look like under this COVID-19 lockdown banner that we find ourselves in? Um, it's busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you know the day to day normal running is of you know uh, an average nine to five, which clearly never happens in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, juggling the day to day running, um, my um, my wife obviously helps me run another business. Um, we've yeah. got our, our three year old daughter who <laughs> pretty much hangs off us at every point. Cool. Uh, so the the day to day running is be active. You know, Better. get up early. You know, get go for a run. Get, get dressed. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds uh, crazy. Get uh, dressed. Drink a coffee. Yeah. Um, put the telly on and have half an hour before you start work. Um, live. Li- I'm trying to live the, me normal day like me normal day. Mm, and yeah. There's no separation of leaving the office to come back home. So my days actually are busier. Um, so yeah, just trying to be normal. Perfect. Andy, uh, second one for you. Uh, what workouts are you doing? I expect something special, mate. You'll be the next super jockey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of running. Uh, cool. You've seen me on Strava anyway. Yeah, yeah, beat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I run eight mile this week already. So, yeah, cool. running, running, bit of football in the garden, kicking yeah. up. Just trying to stay on my feet, really. Um, yeah, fair, fair play, yeah. Uh, third one, Nick, uh, what have you started? Have you started anything new? A uh, podcast, a book, um, anything in particular? New business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Um, probably not started something new, but starting to kind of bring a few things out of the woodwork. A bit like cool. Andy, um, I've started running every day. Um, nice. And I think the, the, the best thing is just kind of more quality time with the family as well as working. So nothing new, but things that I've kind of, Probably's been neglecting a little bit, so yeah. Fair play. Uh, Andy, fourth one, what have you stopped doing? It's going to coffee shops, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not being in that pub anytime, anytime soon, am I? Um, no. So yeah, what have I stopped doing? My day-to-day was filled with networking, meetings, lunches, mm. coffees, lots of coffees, <laughs> and obviously all that stopped. But uh, yeah. You know, on the upside, though, it's really gave me the opportunity to have a base, you know, got a good base here at my home, uh, yeah. really work on some stuff, like like Nick said, bring some really, you know, stuff within the businesses that have been in the woodwork for a while, being able to actually launch them properly and, and have that time set aside to, to nail it. Yeah, no, fair, fair play. Um, fifth and final one, and you can both answer this, but... Uh, 
What's the first thing you're going to do after lockdown? Grab a beer with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, I'll, I'll go with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, f- the first thing we're going to do is do a follow-up podcast in person, the three of us. We could maybe go live on the high street or something. Yeah, let's 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 look into something like that. That would be fun. Brilliant. Um, oh, actually, actually, I'll tell you what, it's not because the follow-up of this is already something that we're talking about, and it is the robust high street challenge. That, so actually, that, the, the the first thing that we're going yeah. to do yeah. is get together, have a beer, discuss this, and see how we can raise. A lot of money for the, uh, the people that really need it. So yeah, that's that, for awesome. me. That'll be the first thing. Awesome, um, awesome, nice. Um, cool guys. Uh, where can people find you? Um, personal businesses and, and and all of that. So Nick, go first. Um, we are um, our high street portal is uh, save the high street ltd dot uk. Get us on our website. We're on every social media uh, platform, um, all of the usual. You'll find us. You can uh, LinkedIn uh, myself, Nick Danks, um, or uh, and Andrew Bartlett on LinkedIn as well. We are literally everywhere. All you got to do is Google us. Brilliant. Uh, and anything to follow up on that? Not really. I think Nick nailed it there. Sweet. All, all online. Sweet. So. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's been Nick and Andrew. Um, Look, if you've got a small business, don't don't bring up the drawbridge. It's time to act, and it's time to get ready for when it's time to go back back out there and face it. And uh, it sounds to me like these two guys have got their head screwed on, and they know exactly what they're talking about in regards to making your business more um, efficient, better run, all of those good stuff. Uh, I thank you both, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, have a great day, and we'll catch up soon. Cheers, Thanks John. Very much. Appreciate Cheers. It. Cheers.